creating history. I'm your host, Caitlin. We're going to empower you to create your own history with God. Let's get this journey started. Hey guys, I am here today with Bradley. Hey everyone. So today we are going to talk about singleness. This is our December series because you know, December is when people are like, I'm all lonely. You know, you know, that's true. I mean, I don't feel that way anymore, but a lot of people feel that way in December. They want to have a boo. Boo thing. Yes, because, you know, the holidays. I mean, actually, that would kind of start in, what, November? When's cuffing season? I don't even know. Yeah, just in time <laughs> to get that Christmas gift. Right. And then, and then dump them before, you know, before Valentine's oh, yeah. Day. Too much money. Right. <laughs> um, all right, so before we go ahead and get started, we're going to go ahead and pray. So, Lord, we just thank you for your presence in this place, God. We ask that you would just flow through myself and flow through Bradley today, God, and that everyone's hearts would be open to receive whatever you have for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So, we're going to come from, like, the angle of Bradley is, how old are you? I'm 31. You're 31. Yes. So, I'm sure, well, some people want to be married later on in life, but... um, I feel like from a Christian in a Christian environment, (laughs) Christians tend to want to be married earlier. Oh, yeah. um, Because, you know, purpose. And you just feel like you've got to be married to fulfill purpose, Um, which semi is true. Mm, Um, I mean, there are things that you step into when you're married as far as ministry goes that you can't do when you're single. But um, so we're going to talk about his plans and God's plans. Yes. So, kind of give us a little bit of background about who you are. Who am I? That's a deep question. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you, Bradley? (laughs) No, I'll just say that uh, I grew up in a Christian home. Grew up in the South, originally from Memphis, Tennessee, but my family moved all over. Uh, Did my high school years in North Carolina, uh, middle school years in Florida, and then my college years partially were done in... Uh, Alabama, strangely, and San Francisco. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I'm, of course, now in D.C., so I'm a world traveler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I grew up, of course, I said, in a Christian household Mm -hmm. uh, in the South, and you know in the South, we tend to marry very early. Yep. (laughs) Very, very early. And so in my estimation, I thought that I would probably be married around 20. Four, because typically people get married in their early 20s just out of mm-hmm. college. I remember yeah. actually being at the University of Alabama, um, which is where I went the first two years of college, roll tide. Um, <laughs> and it was said that most of the women that were going there were going to get their MRS degrees, Mrs. Degrees. Yep, yep. So that, I feel like every college says that, yeah. really. <laughs> And but you could see a good chunk of the women going over to the engineering, mm-hmm. uh, the engineering school, and also going to the law school. Mm-hmm. Those were two most frequent places. So you would see a lot of beautiful ladies in both of those schools. So. Just hanging out to get Just that, hanging that, out degree. To get that degree. <laughs> um, so you kind of mentioned a little bit of what your plan was. Yeah. So I know you said you thought you'd be married by twenty four, but like, did you say? I want to be married by this age. I want to have kids by this age. Like, did you like speak it and say like, this is my plan per se? 
Oh, yeah. I said it all the time, and <laughs> my family would say the same thing. They were like, oh, yeah, you're definitely going to be the one that marries early. Your brother is going to be the one that's going to take a little bit of time. <laughs> and the reality is I am single, and my brother's married has been married for years now, so it's exactly <laughs> opposite of what they said. And I really believed them. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, I see myself marrying it at, like I said, 23, 24 mm -hmm. years old. And when I hit college, I was on the prowl. I was looking at myself. <laughs> Yeah. My eyes were like, oh, is she the one? Is she it? She it? She it? So, um, how did you feel once 23, 24 came and you were like, crap, I'm single, I'm not married yet? Yeah. Lord, what's happening? I felt like very much so early in my 20s, I was heavily in pursuit, heavily in pursuit. And the older that I got, particularly mm -hmm. when I started hitting 23, 24, 25, even, I was figuring out like, okay, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going out on dates. I, yeah. you know, I have relationships, but they're really not long-term relationships. My longest actually relationship was seven months, mm -hmm. seven months. And so I'm like, okay, what am I hitting up against God? What's going yeah. on? Is there something wrong with me? What, what the heck? And yeah, particularly when I hit 25, that was the, 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 the turning point for me where, I started to question, like, am I ever going to actually get married? Which is strange, I know, because I'm not, I, at that point, I'm not that old. But but I'm we like, do that. We do that. Yeah, <laughs> we, like, jump to the, jump to um, just really weird conclusions. Mm -hmm. And so that's... Like, I'm going to be single forever. Exactly. Like, that is a conclusion that I think all of us who are not married by 25 yeah. jump to, for and, real. <laughs> and it's interesting because when I hit 25, I started really growing close to God. And yeah. that was the time period where I felt like, you know, we have this feeling like, okay, when we go closer to God, we're definitely going to meet our spouse then. Because mm -hmm. that's kind of what the church also says. Well, you know, you should be thinking about your relationship with the Lord more than anything else, which is true. Yes. And you know, oh, well, she's not human. there. We, exactly. We're human. Mm -hmm. And oh, well, if, if you're not there, it's because you just need to grow closer to God. And so I ran, I mean, granted, my reason and rationale of growing closer to God wasn't to find a spouse. Correct. But secondarily in my mind is like, oh, well, yeah, the closer I'm getting to God, that means I'm getting more closer to that spouse. Mm -hmm. And so, The more you know as the days go by, eventually you're day, getting closer. Yeah. And it's interesting because what I ended up finding out with the journey with the Lord is the closer that I got to him, the more I stopped being so crazy about the pursuit. Yep. Like... Early on, when I wasn't close with him, it was about, okay, who is she? Where is she? Mm -hmm. And I'm, mm -hmm. my eyes were just looking all around. And the closer I got to him, the more I was more like, well, actually, I know I'm looking for a wife. Yeah. And now I'm thinking about, okay, does she have the characteristics that I want in a wife? And mm -hmm. more and more, it started to be about, what is her heart like with God? Is she yeah. near to God? What is what is her giftings? Are we able to really uh, gel in terms of our ministry callings, like what we're supposed to do in this world? It started to get more and more specific the more mm -hmm. that I got uh, uh, went along. And I just started kicking a lot of girls out and thinking like, okay, nope, 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 nope. It was a very quick filter. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> as it does, as you get older and you realize, okay, God, this is what I know I'm called yes. to. And if this person isn't called to anything exactly. similar to that, then you know for a fact like they are nope. Not exactly. going to happen. Or if their beliefs don't line up with your beliefs fully, like, you know, 
we're not equally yoked. Not and equally yoked does not just mean we're both Christians. Exactly. It means we're going the same place and same we are direction. at the same place. Yep. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and for me, as I even started growing closer in my spiritual gifts and I started to say, well, like how does she even become a companion to my mm -hmm. giftings? Mm -hmm. Like how I'm wired, how um, God has uniquely wired me to express myself within the body of Christ. And yeah. so just, like I said, it's got more and more specific. And that's um, good because over time it helps you to hone in on who yeah. that person is. So when that person does come along, you're like, okay, God, I see the characteristics and I see that this person could be for me, you know, yeah. or is for me. You yes. know, I just, some people say they know instantly. Others yeah. are like, I didn't know. So it's just, mm -hmm. however God decides to reveal it. Um, but how did God reveal himself and confirm in you that mm -hmm. he did have a wife for you and does have a family for you? Oh, okay. Yeah. This is an interesting story. So, I hit the age 27 and when I hit 27, I truly was in desperation and just thinking before I thought it wasn't going to happen. Now mm -hmm. I really believe it's not going to happen. I thought to myself, well, what does it look like to live a life of singleness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that look like? I know Paul <laughs> talks about uh, walking and living in singleness and also, I have a mother who can be a little uh, a little negative at times. And she's like, well, there ain't nothing wrong with singleness. Maybe you're just born and you're, 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 you know, singleness is and your you're like, your I portion. bind and break those exactly. words in the I name of Jesus. I break that right now in Jesus' name. But I started <laughs> believing that. Like, well, maybe that what she's saying is actually the case. Yeah. And what does that look like? Um, mm -hmm. And for me, it was more like hopelessness than it mm -hmm. was anything else. And I had this dream um, one night and it was basically um, in this dream, I'm in my car and I get pulled over by this police cop. But the police cop was a, a what appeared to me like a female police cop, cop. And I said, OK. And, you know, she says license and registration, please, and whatnot. And I, and I, I give her my license and registration and everything. And she said, do you know why I pulled you over? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I actually, I don't know why you pulled me over. And she's like, a message to deliver for you. And then she says, um, and then she immediately, she turns into, <laughs> it was actually a little weird because I don't know. <laughs> well, when, when, when she turned, she turned into what seemed actually pretty androgynous. I don't know, a male, female, but she had all white, he, she had this all white garment on. Uh -huh. And then this beautiful red hair and um, she became an angel mm -hmm. and she ha she delivered this message. She said that you will have a family and you'll have two daughters. So well, at least two daughters. Mm -hmm. um, and I was left like, wow. And it was interesting because after that dream, I woke up from that dream with so much hope. Yeah. Like there was hope that was deposited into me. Mm -hmm. And before where there was hopelessness, there, there was hope. Mm -hmm. And God just turned everything around with that piece of re revelation because I knew then like, okay, I know that my, my family will happen, but yeah. it's all in his, his timing. And it brought so much assurance in my heart. And I kept, um, I kept that hope. And I, and after that point, I wasn't like looking to the left, to the right, mm -hmm. where she did, you know? Yeah. And I started really thinking about, okay, who in the... Like, as a husband, who am I meant to become? Like, yeah. what 
can I be doing right now to be the husband that God's called me to be? And I already know I can pull in by faith that I'm going to be a husband because you've already revealed and I know your word doesn't fail. Amen. What does it look like to be a husband? And I started this journey of, of becoming a husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm still on right now. It's awesome. In singleness. Yeah. So I was, you kind of already went there. Um, yeah. But like, how do you deal with, because it's been three years since, 20, no, four years, since mm-hmm. 27 yeah. to now 31. Yeah. What has your process been? I know you said you're, you're in the process of becoming a husband, mm-hmm. but like, are there still moments yeah. where like you feel like, okay, God, this mm-hmm. was three, this was four years ago. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> where, where is she? You know? Yeah. Um, it's interesting too, because in church, you know, everyone is looking for your wife. <laughs> And it's actually, I think it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's very beautiful because everybody plays matchmaker. But I do, <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> and I really believed um, that, and I still believe that my wife is coming very soon. Mm-hmm. And so it actually returned this, returned me to this place of being like, okay, not where is she, but I am. My eyes are now open again. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, hmm, I wonder where my wife is. I yeah. believe she's actually close by. Could it be, you know? women that are in my circle right mm-hmm. now, could it be, uh, maybe I've not met her at all. I don't know, but my eye is now awakened again. And also I've gotten prophetic words, like your wife is coming near. And the Lord's confirmed that yeah. before I received the prophetic word that she's close, she's nearby. You know, I've re- received a flurry of words in the last year. Mm. Um, so I do believe that she's, she's close by and it's going to happen. Um, so I, I think God has, is reigniting that. Yeah. And, and and it comes with that hope, but also it's putting its demand on that hope now. Not just like, oh, I know she's coming, but Absolutely. she's here yes. soon. She's yeah. coming soon. And you can pray into that and word I can and pray, pray no more that. delay. And I, and, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, breaking delay yeah. and all that sort Where, of stuff. So whereas like, you know, over the last year you've yeah. gotten that word, but there was that two year period after you had that oh, where yeah. it was like, was there any place of like, God was that dream from you? Yeah. <gasps> or did you like... I know you woke up and sometimes you just know when you yeah. wake up that something's from God and there's no denying it ever. There, That specific dream, it was exactly that case, mm-hmm. the latter. I knew that I knew that I knew that it was God. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. It just, no one could tell me that that wasn't the Lord. No mm-hmm. one could tell me, could not tell me that that wasn't truly an angelic encounter that I yeah. had, but in a yeah. dream. That's really um, awesome. So, but I mean, where there's times where I was you kind of have this twinge of, uh, well, I, I want it to happen now. Yeah. 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 Whereas waiting for, yeah. yeah. It was more about the, the weight aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I would go back and forth occasionally into those places of just being like, well, God, can she be here now? Mm-hmm. And also in my eyes also being like looking at certain females that I actually legitimately liked and thinking that they're my wife and then they're not my wife. <laughs> right. And that's, that's the thing, like, it's, as, a, well, as a female from a female perspective, yeah. like, we don't pursue. So yeah. it's like, you just kind of have to, you can think someone is, but mm-hmm. like, you don't know. Yeah. You won't even know of like at all exactly. until they pursue you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, it's, I feel like it's a completely different aspect from mm-hmm. a man's side of it. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel like someone is, yeah. like, 
you pursue and then pursue. yeah absolutely but like a female like we, we just we just pray and we're like all right lord make me who you call me to be but like let him find me you know what yeah. i'm saying so like i get and, and, and men honestly need to be a bit a bit better about pursuing too mm-hmm. i will say particularly amongst christian men and i have a circle of 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 course male friends um and quite a few of them have not been great about pursuing. And so I'll just say a plug. Granted, it's good to wait on the Lord. Yeah. But when it's time to pursue, pursue. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's where I think good counsel comes into play yeah. too. Like Absolutely. if you have that good counsel that you can go to and say, hey, I feel like this yeah. person could be my wife. Like mm-hmm. go to them and ask them to pray about it or pray with you and say, all right, what are you feeling? You know? Absolutely. And then there's a place of like, okay, there's a, if they feel like it's a go, then, you know, go. I mean, the, what's the worst thing that can happen? She could say no. Exactly. <laughs> she can say no. That's it. Then you just deal you with rejection on. and you move on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's, yeah, it truly is like, I don't see many, it, it I think there's a place of fear inside of a lot of men mm-hmm. of, rejection of rejection because Absolutely. they don't want to get hurt. I mean, now, it, one thing I can say, and I think it actually contributed to certain feelings is that I got rejected a lot, uh-huh. <laughs> a lot early on. Mm-hmm. And when I started, of course, coming back to the Lord, um, like 24, 25, mm-hmm. I was definitely on the prowl and I was looking and I yeah. was at a Christian church that was all about that. That was like the thing, <laughs> like basically we went to this particular church to find their spouses. That is weird. Yes. <laughs> They weren't really necessarily pursuing the mm-hmm. heart of Christ. They were like, I'm pursuing my spouse. But I got plenty of rejection. <laughs> plenty of it. And that's so. I think that's where fear comes in because yes. you don't want to get rejected. And then they're like, I don't know. Even if she is my wife, what if she says no? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but God has a process like inside of just like there's a process inside of every man, there's a process going on inside of every female. Mm-hmm. And you don't know where her heart is. Yeah, she might say no at first, but mm-hmm. but God can do something and exactly. like it could come back around. Yep. So I mean, it's just a place of positioning your heart and positioning mm-hmm. yourself and connecting with your leadership as well and, and yes. just relying on the people that he's placed around you in that process. Absolutely. I don't even know how we got on this topic. <laughs> I really have no idea how we got here, but we did. Um, so yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, it's really awesome that like, I want to have an angelic encounter in a dream. Like that is amazing. <laughs> the Lord has told me and like, this is going to be real. Like, was it maybe a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a dream I can, I know for the fact it was God. Um, I dream a lot, but yeah. I know a lot of my dreams are the devil. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just going to be real. Like, yeah. a lot of them are twisted. Yeah, every dream um, will come from Jesus. Yeah, it's true. And, <laughs> and you have to know. But because I know it's a pattern, like I've seen a pattern in my dreams. Mm-hmm. So now I know these dreams are not from God. Yeah. Um, but God one time spe- spoke to me so clearly and told me essentially that I wasn't ready to be married. And this was like wow. a year and a half ago. That's good, though. Um, and I was like... I woke up and I was like, all right, Lord, ow, ouch. But like I showed up, my husband was at the altar. He was in a tux and I showed up in shorts and a t-shirt. Wow. And like, what's more clear than that? (laughs) uh, You're not ready to be married. And this was when I'm 29 now. So this was probably when I was 20, almost 28 years old. Okay. And I'm like, I'm older. I don't want to say I'm old because I'm not old. Um, but like, yeah, I'm like, God, I'm okay. pretty sure though, so the, like, the yeah. average woman marries, I believe at 28. Really? Yeah. It's older, of course, yeah, because yeah. of the yeah. North South sort of mm-hmm. split. 
but he's done over that time like he's done a lot yeah. to prepare me so like it was good because he showed me that at that point there were things that i need to deal with yes but i was like ow i thought i was you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. um so it's just crazy how he's he reveals crazy. things. He's a revealer. He is. He really is. Just trust him. Just trust him. So, um, since we're kind of there, mm -hmm. what would you give? What advice would you give to someone who is what older, waiting, or like they wanted to be married young, mm -hmm. or even someone that is young yeah. that has plans to get married soon, like their own plans? Yeah, I got you. I would believe that the advice that I would give is to. For one, trust the Lord. Yeah. But in the trusting and the waiting process, have fun. Mm -hmm. Have fun because ultimately the one thing that I have seen consistently is that every married person that I know says the exact same thing. Enjoy your singleness. Enjoy yep. your singleness because everything will change when you get married. Yep. So enjoy your singleness. And it seems like... You know, the, the marriage path is like the answer to everything, but it's not. Mm -mm. And so I've gleaned the wisdom from the marrieds yeah. and enjoy my singleness. Yeah. And say, I do know that when I have a family, when I have a wife, I know my time is not going to be my own like it is now. Yeah. And I absolutely do love a lot of aspects of singleness of being like, okay, if I want to wake up and just worship the Lord this morning, I can do that. Yeah. If I want to go to the movies, I can do yeah, that. Can do whatever so you want. I can yeah. do whatever I want. And it's something that is so beautiful. And so I would say, wait, yes, and be um, trusting and also be praying and keep hope alive towards the marriage. But at the same time, enjoy life. And I think at one time, it was very hard for me to even go to the movies by myself. And it was hard for me to go to a restaurant by myself. All these sorts of things. I thought, you know, oh, people think I'm weird going to one of these places by myself. And then I just started to free myself by going to the movies. Broke that fear. And said, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to go to a restaurant. All these sorts of things that I would want to do, but I would want to do Mary. Um... And I, I, I completely begin to break that fear by going and doing it. And I found yeah. out, oh my God, I actually enjoy and love doing this. Exactly. So. It's a good thing to enjoy your own company. Yeah. Like, because it honestly, it teaches you a lot about yourself. When yes. you can do things alone, yes. like you really learn a lot about yourself. So much. Like you can't rely on other people mm -hmm. because there will be times when you need to, buy, need to be by yourself. So like, and I feel like a lot of people in singleness, they spend a lot of time relying on friendships yes. and relying on relationships yep. instead of being okay alone. Being okay alone. Yep. Mm -hmm. So just be okay alone, guys. Be okay alone. Be okay alone and know that they will come when yes. his timing is right. Absolutely. And his timing is perfect. That's what I'm Thank you guys for listening. Head over to our website, creatingyourhistory.com to check out the blog for this episode and others. Make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us. We love you, and we look forward to sharing next week's episode with you.